Welcome to Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast, where I want to help you create the life you want to live. I am your host, Big Dave, a husband, dad, pastor, and certified financial coach. We're broadcasting live from Grateful Studios. We're the number one podcast for practical, marital, and financial advice. I hope you're ready because this is the show where your money and your marriage take center stage. So, hey, welcome back. Episode eight. Here we go. Budget busters. That's right. Episode eight. Budget busters. Four rules for your marriage to win with the budget. Here, listen, I love this famous quote by the leadership guru himself, John Maxwell. John Maxwell says this, a budget tells your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. That's right. And that is so stinking true. Have you ever heard this quote, though? I don't have enough money at the end of the month. Have you ever heard someone say that? I don't have enough money at the end of the month. Well, Dave Ramsey says it this way. I love this. I got too much month at the end of my money. Well, I've listened. I've felt that way before. What about you? All right. Well, it's time to whip your money into shape. And guess what? It all starts with the B word. Yes, the budget. This is so foundational, guys. Absolutely fundamental. If you can master the budget, then you can master savings. You can master debt freedom. You can master investing, wealth building. And the most important thing you could do with money is giving. That has to be at the top of the budget. Giving. Blessing other people. That's actually the funnest thing that you could ever do with your money is to give it away. But hey, listen, if you don't budget, then you won't have any money to give away because the budget is step one for any married couple to win in the personal financial life. Okay, so today is all about the budget. I promise you this, couples that budget together stay together. Yes, the budget is that crucial. I love, I love another thing that Dave Ramsey says in his book, The Total Money Makeover, you will either control your money or the lack of it will forever control you. So hey, today's topic, episode eight, budget busters, four rules for your marriage to win with the budget. Thanks so much for listening today. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. So rule number one, let the OCD planner make the budget. One of you in the relationship is probably the planner. One of you in the relationship is probably more OCD, the one who's always prepared. They're the ones that plan things. They're the ones that write it on the calendar and they're planned months in advance before tax day ever comes. The other person is like, hmm. Isn't tax day sometime in April? Yeah, you're the spontaneous, non-planner, fly by the seat of your pants, free-spirited person. You don't do the planner. I'm talking to the OCD person, okay? Rule number one, let the OCD planner make the budget. The person in the relationship that loves to plan. Why? Because you're good at it, okay? You want to do the budget, but you need to make the budget because you probably like doing it. You probably like the spreadsheet. You're getting excited now just listening to me talk about it. You're probably the future thinker. Uh, You're the one that is gifted at the details. Now, that doesn't mean that the other person in the relationship gets a free pass to not participate. No, 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 no. No, you need to scoot up. Don't don't scoot back. Think, well, this podcast has nothing to do with me. Yes, it does. You may not be involved in making it. The OCD planner does that, but you will absolutely absolutely be involved in managing it. You got to help. This is a team effort. There is no I 
in the word budget. Okay, the other person, right? More spontaneous, free spirited, fly by the seat of your pants. You love to have fun in the moment, right? You're probably more buy now, pay later type of person, right? Again, you're not making the budget, but you will indeed help throughout the month manage the budget. You've got to keep your eyes on it as well uh, because you listen, you may forget some things and you need each other to help hold each other accountable. And making the budget from scratch, uh, that's the OCD person, right? So the spontaneous, free-spirited person, you are participating, you are giving your opinion, uh, but you're not the one creating the budget from scratch, okay? The OCD planner, rule number one, in order to not bust the budget, the OCD planner in the relationship needs to be the one to create the actual budget from scratch. Rule number two, give your money a task before the month begins. I cannot stress this enough. Give your money a task before, capital before, underline it, before the month begins. Rule number two, this is so important, guys, to win. Before you get paid, all of your money needs to be predetermined. All of your dollars need to be predestined. Every Before you get paid, all of your money needs to be spent on paper. Okay, I knew a guy, had a huge job. Huge job, all right? Made a bunch of money all at one time, got a fat check from his customer, and when the check hit his account, he went ballistic. He went nuts. Bought a new truck, bought a ski boat, bought some new guns, bought a golf cart. He went crazy. He told me a few months later that he and his wife were having some problems, having some difficulties financially, uh, arguing, fighting about money, all this stuff. And I said, well, do you argue because you got too much money? Or do you argue because you haven't got enough money? He said, well, no, we got money. He said, but we still argue about it all the time. Uh, So I used his own life as an illustration because, you know, I knew this person. I said, well, you know, you got to think about it. You know, several months ago, you had a huge influx of money, right? Big fat check. Uh, You did this massive job. I said, how long did you know about when you would get paid for that job. How long did you know? Like you obviously, you know, bid it on the job and, and they had to give you a yes, no answer. And then a few weeks later you started the job and then you got paid. I said, how long from when you knew you were going to get the task, you knew you were going to, you were going to get chosen for the job. How long from that point until the point you actually got the check? He thought about it for a second. He said, I don't know, a few weeks. I said, okay. So in those few weeks, did you sit down with your wife and did you tell her how much you were actually going to get paid? He said, no. I said, well, did you sit down with your wife and did you like write down where this money was going to go once it hits your account in those few weeks? He said, no. I said, did you give every dollar an assignment before you spent it? He said, no. I didn't interrupt me. I know where you're going. I said, okay, well, you know, your wife has every right to be mad at you and fuss at you uh, because Guys, the bu- I said the budget is the baseline of your financial problems. I said you have got to talk about this ahead of time because you're basically letting your money control you instead of you controlling it. And if you leave your wife out of the picture, of course she's going to get mad. It's the same thing if the wife is doing all the spending, she's doing all the buying, and the guy, the husband has no clue. Of course he's going to get upset, and you're going to have financial fights and financial problems, which is the number one cause of divorce in North America today. So this is a major issue, guys. If you just have the conversation before you get paid, make a physical to-do list for every single dollar ahead of time. Every dollar has got to be predetermined, predestined, has to be spent on paper before you ever get paid. I promise if you just do that, you will cut your arguments in half. You probably will cut most of your arguments. You'll probably throw them completely out of the window. Why? Because there's nothing to fight about if you've already spent the money on paper. 
there's nothing to argue about if every single dollar already has a task, has an assignment, before you ever get paid, you know where it's going. So there's nothing to argue about. You already know where it's going. The plan has been made ahead of time. So what else are you going to argue about besides, well, we don't have enough money. Well, that's an easy problem to fix. Go get a second job. Go get a side hustle. Lower your lifestyle. Sell some stuff. That's an easy fix. Grandmothers across the country who grew up, especially like mine, who grew up during the Great Depression, she'll tell you some great advice. There's a wonderful place to go when you have no money. To work. That's where you go. Get your butt to work, man. Get a side job. Get a side hustle. Uh, Listen to these wise people in your life. If you don't tell your money where to go, you will always wonder where it went. If you do not make your money behave, you'll always be backtracking, trying to discipline it later. Okay, before the month begins. This is rule number two. Before the month begins, before you get paid, give every dollar a task, a to-do list, okay, an assignment, And then you will cut your arguments in half. I promise you. If you do not give your dollars a to-do list, your dollars will get bored, which means they will find their way to Chick-fil-A drive-thru, convenience stores, and they will find their way into the Amazon shopping cart. Every dollar has got, and there's nothing wrong with those things. You just got a budget for it. You got a budget for Amazon. You got a budget for the convenience stores. You got a budget for fast food. But if you don't, I promise you you will lose. Rule number three. Stick to the budget. Holy moly, okay? Holy moly, this is so simple. Rule number three, stick to it. Stick to the budget. What's the point of going through all this time, effort, energy, creating the budget, and not sticking to it? I mean, seriously, what's the point? A budget is pointless if there's no commitment. A plan is pointless if there's no action plan. An action plan is pointless if there's no follow through. Guys, you have to stick to it. If you put down 700 bucks this month for groceries, cash it out, put it in an envelope, write groceries on it and say, that's it. When this is gone, that's it. You've got to stick to it. We did this last year when we went to Disney on vacation. We love Disney. We're Disney fanatics. We're going to Disney next week. We're going, yeah, we just love Disney. I mean, it's just phenomenal. We love the vacation down there. Love the customer service. Love the quality. Love the entertainment. It's just great. Every time we go down there, we cash out. Well, now during the pandemic, because we went at Christmas and now they're not taking cash. So actually, when we go next week, we're not going to be able to um, spend the cash. So this kind of stinks a little bit. But last year, before the pandemic hit, when we were able to go and, and years prior to that, we always cash out this our envelope system when it comes to spending because this helps us stick to the budget. OK, we had an envelope for each day. We had a Magic Kingdom envelope, Animal Kingdom envelope, Hollywood Studios envelope and an Epcot envelope. That was the money that we were going to spend on vacation each and every day when those dollar bills were gone they were gone okay when they were gone they were gone we have to stick to it we didn't even take a debit card with us we didn't even take a credit card didn't take a debit card didn't need any of that because we budget and we spend our cash cash is the way we go and that's all that we had so it makes us stick to it make a commitment and stick to it you can do this there's no point in creating the budget spending all that effort if you're not going to stick to it Rule number four, last but not least, give it some time. Give it some time to really start working. Rule number four, it's going to take two, three, maybe four months of trial and error. So don't give up after just one month and the budget was a flop. Okay, if you've never done this, it's going to be a little difficult, all right? If you're new to budgeting, it's going to be rough the first month. It's going to be rough, really rough. You're probably going to not budget properly on gas. You're not going to budget properly on food. So be patient, but you got to stick to it. Don't get frustrated. 
Don't get frustrated to the point of quitting just because the first month was a flop. Too many couples, I say, start and they don't finish. Too many couples start start the budget, and after they bust the budget in just one category, they're like, oh, well, crap. I guess I, I ain't cut out for this life of budgeting. I guess I, I guess I might as well just forget it. We can live a life without budget, I guess. So I guess we're – no, 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 no. Don't quit. Don't quit. Absolutely not. And listen, I'm going to tell you this quote, and I love this quote. I don't know if I heard it. I don't know if I read it. I don't know if I dreamed it or God just gave it to me. But listen to this. Without commitment, you'll never start. And without consistency, you'll never finish. And guys, that really applies to all this financial stuff. Every single area of this financial, the getting out of debt, the saving, the investing, the budgeting, that happens, that, that applies to all of it. But guys, the budget is literally the most important. Why is it? My, well, I'll tell you why it's super important because Jesus talked about it. You say, no, you, Jesus didn't talk about budgeting. Yeah, he did. Luke chapter 14, verses 28 through 30. Jesus said this, but don't begin until you first calculate the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first sitting down to count the cost to see if you even have enough money? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money. And then everyone will laugh at you and they will say, well, there's that person who started building and they couldn't afford to finish it. Wow. Jesus talked about budgeting. This is so crucial and it's probably the most important part of your financials in your marriage. Okay. You have got to win with money and your success is, is dependent upon you mastering the art of budgeting. It takes practice guys. People think the Bible says nothing about money. Man, you're crazy. I've read it. I've studied it. And I promise you it does go see for yourself. 40% of all of Jesus's parables talk about money. 26 out of the 31 chapters of the book of Proverbs talk about money. My financial mentor told me, you read the book of Proverbs over and over again, you will eventually have a master's degree in finance. Jesus in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, said more about money than he did about heaven and hell combined. Guys, the Bible is full of financial lessons. Why? Because God knew that we were going to struggle with it. It's actually kind of interesting if you think about it. The first thing God ordained in the Bible was marriage, right? First thing God ordained was marriage. The number pro- the number one problem with marriages being split apart is money problems. And then one of the number one topics of the Bible is money. You think that's a coincidence? Do you really think that's a coincidence? I think not. We should say thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for caring about us enough to put this financial advice in the Bible, wisdom in the Bible about finances, money management tips in the Bible to help us manage our money properly. Guys, it's all God's. It's all God's. It's all his. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The Bible says we are his stewards. We are just managers. But why would God bless you with more to mismanage? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever been thinking, man, I wish I had a raise. Man, I wish I could get a promotion. Man, I wish I could get more money. Listen, how are you currently managing the little bit that you have, though? Listen, this makes no no sense. Why would God bless you with more to mismanage? That makes no sense, does it? Okay, let's just take an example here. If my daughter... We're, we're mismanaging her money. Let's just say she's a teenager and let's say she's mismanaging her money. She's not budgeting. She's not saving. She's not tithing, not giving. Why would I, as her loving father who cares for her, why would I go give her more money to be unfaithful with? To be, Why would I go give her more money to mismanage? No, of course I would not do that. Of course I wouldn't, right? Let's say she's a teenager and she's got a job and she's working. 
and she's like, Dad, I want a car and all the stuff. Let's just say when she turns 15, she gets her learner's license to drive. You think I'm going to go buy her a big V8 500 horsepower muscle car? Do you really think I'm going to do that? Heck no, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. I'm going to give her a little beat up old Toyota Prius with 400,000 miles that I paid nearly nothing for. And I'm just going to see if she manages it properly. I'm going to see if she takes care of it. I'm going to see with this old beater. I'm going to see, does she take care of it? Does she wash it? Does she maintain it uh, to the best of her ability? Does she keep it clean? Uh, And I'm going to see if she does that for a whole year. For a whole year, I'll see if she, does she take care of this little bitty beater? Maybe two years. And maybe for her 16th birthday, maybe for her 17th birthday, Maybe then I'll go buy her whatever car she wants and I'll bless her and I'll be generous and give her a good gift. Why? Because maybe she proved herself faithful in the little things. Maybe she proved herself faithful to manage the little stuff to the best of her ability. And she's been a good manager over the little. So therefore I will bless her with more guys. It's that simple. That's what the Bible says. That's what God does with us. Think about it. Go look it up. It's the parable of the 10 talents in scripture. That he who has been faithful in the little things will be given more to manage. You think if you're not budgeting, you're not saving, you're not tithing, you're not giving, you're not, you're not doing these things properly that the Bible talks about, staying out of debt. Listen, the Bible uses a few other words to describe the word debt, okay? It uses the word curse. It, it, it uses the word slave, I mean, you think these are positive words? (laughs) These aren't positive words. So we should stay out of debt, okay? The Apostle Paul says that we should owe no one anything except to love him. That should be the only thing we owe people is to love them. We owe them love from God. That's it. And the bar is a slave to the lender, Proverbs 22, verse 7. So we should stay out of debt. We should budget. Jesus said that in Luke 14. We should save our money. We talked about that in the last episode about saving top reasons why top three reasons why marriages should uh, should save their money go check out episode seven it's phenomenal you've got to save money you've got to budget you have got to do these things okay so hey i hope today was a blessing for you and your spouse try it out all right give it your best shot reach out if you have any questions you have any concerns maybe even some topic suggestions listen i'll be glad to listen to you um absolutely one of our listeners sent me a message about hey what about some cheap date nights i took that thought about it and i created that last episode I think it was episode four, about 10, $10 date nights. So listen, I promise you, I'm going to be listening to you guys with your feedback. So hey, check us out on Facebook, follow us, click like, Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram at uh, Big Dave Money Coach, but shoot me an email with detailed questions. I'm currently doing some financial coaching right now with a, a lady from Oklahoma, a guy from Colorado, another lady from Georgia. Listen, I love this stuff. I absolutely love it. I want to help educate and equip families to manage money wisely. This is what I do and this is what I love. So we'll see you guys next time. Shoot me an email at coachmymoney at gmail.com. God bless. Money Marriage Podcast. This is where you get advice. I can make your marriage nice. I can get your money right. Money Marriage Podcast. I can help you some. Coachmymoney at gmail.com.